Welcome to the I Forgot the Beans, Bullets, and Band-Aids podcast, or this episode's going to be a little bit different. I sat down with my son, Nathan, who is just graduated high school. He has been with me since year one of the military. We had him shortly after we joined, we being my ex-wife and I, and I got to tell you, this was an interesting conversation. We didn't have a clue of where the conversation was going to go, but I learned a lot about him. He's a great kid. He's going to Cal State University Channel Islands in the fall. He handled this COVID 2020 debacle amazing. But I wanted to sit down and talk with him and see how being a military child affected him. It's really weird. Being a military child can obviously get overlooked because we don't have a lot of say in how the military goes, and our children take the brunt of that. Being a child in the military family, it is hard. I maybe didn't realize how hard it was until I sat down and talked with him, and it's just awesome to see how he's grown, and hopefully our story can be relatable to you or maybe you can sit down and talk with your children because you want to know where they're going and it's awesome it's awesome 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 so i'm not gonna have a a big rant or a story before this one it's a it's a good episode i really enjoyed it and anybody who knows nathan knows that he's gonna do great things the perspective is amazing so on with the show. Ooh, I need something else to clear my head. Someone to tell me how to live instead. Just open your eyes and take my advice. Stop rolling the dice and just compromise. It's the chance of your life. All right, so why are we here today, Nate? Um, well, uh, today is, uh, I guess my, uh, kind of graduation. I know I kind of graduated, um, on camera. Yeah. But today is the day we're actually going to go see it. Yeah. So. What time is that happening at? I believe it's five o'clock. Yeah. It's going to be a pretty cool deal. Yeah. So Nathan is my son. He's 18 and he's been with me since the beginning of the military. Yeah. We had him, uh. Me and his mom had him when we were, we just turned 20. He's been with me through the whole, the whole deal. He's, we've got a brother and sister. We've got yeah. Aaron and Sammy. Mm-hmm. So I want to, I wanted to sit down with you and I just kind of wanted to get your perspective on what it's like to be a military child. Um, a lot of times that gets overlooked in the, in the transitions. I grew up moving all over the place. My, yeah. my dad was a Salvation Army officer. We moved around a whole lot, and I know for me, I didn't handle that well. Um, so I kind of wanted to sit down and just chat with what <laughs> it's like being a military child. With a you know, I'm coming. I came to the end of my, I came to the end of my military career, you know, in, in the last month, and you know, I don't think military children get their perspective heard. I think they are yeah. recognized. But I don't think they get it heard. So what are some of the challenges? So 
What did you like being a military child? Um, well, first of all, yeah, I would I would consider um, uh, some of the best years uh, I've had. I think were because I was a military child. I think uh, I mean you you were there for most of the time I was in middle school because you know we were in Pax River and uh, you didn't do any deploying while you were there. So that's Patuxent River, Maryland. Yeah, Patuxent yep. River, Maryland. Um, and uh, you knew you knew I'm at the start. Like not talking about like later, like into like eighth grade, ninth grade. Um, like in the beginning, um, how many good friends I had and they were all military kids. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think, um, and I think also like the, the unity of like how we were all in one place. Um, yeah. the world seemed a lot smaller to me, especially cause back then, um, military housing, helped with military that housing, yeah. Military housing helped with a big part. There were multiple military housings in the base, but we stayed at, um, the Lincoln Military Housing. Yeah. Um, so let's let's Bell backtrack Co. a little bit. So <clears throat> you were born in England. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you were there till you were about two, mm-hmm. and then we moved to Utah. Um. So that's really where your memories start, I would imagine. Yeah. Right? I, no, nothing. Nothing. I. I think I remember. I, I barely remember Utah. I remember Bree, which was a good Mormon yeah. friend we had there. <laughs> a lot of Mormons. Yeah, a lot of Mormons. Um, a lot of Mormons actually here in Temecula. But um, uh, remember Bree. I remember her um painting painting my room and stuff. Um, and then I think what was it? Was it Colorado or Kentucky after that? So then we moved to Kentucky, and Kentucky. that's where you started kindergarten. Yeah, was Kentucky? Is that where we lived? Oh, I don't even know if we lived there, but we did. We lived for no, no, no. Months. I, I, I have like some memories. There's like there, I remember like a big like wooden house, but I don't remember if we were just staying there. I remember like a big wooden house that we shared it was a with brick the, house. No, I know we have the brick house. There's the one that you showed me when we drove over there, but I remember like. Like, so that was Kentucky or Colorado. Okay, that, that was Colorado. Colorado. Okay, with okay. My sister. Yes, Cassandra. yes, yeah. Okay, there we go. So that clears up a little bit because I didn't really remember where those were from. So yeah, yeah. Kentucky. I remember, um, kind of. Um, did I go to school in Kentucky? You went. You okay. started kindergarten in Kentucky, and <laughs> I, then you went to kindergarten in Colorado when yeah. I joined the Navy. When you and Mom and Aaron were staying with my sister Cassandra. Yeah. And you were going to kindergarten there, so that's mm-hmm. kindergarten twice. I remember the kindergarten in Kentucky, because there was this girl who had the same exact dinosaur backpack as me. Ah. And I remember we got along. If you along. don't know, Nathan is, from day one of seeing the movie Dinosaur, when he was, was like, like three two, or, three, years, three years old, yeah. He has been diehard dinosaur, was going to be a paleontologist, but we'll get into that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then... Yeah, then we moved yeah. to Colorado, and yeah. I was in, uh, I was in my Navy schooling. Yeah, and then after that, we moved to. So we took you out of kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, and we held you back a year because you would have gone to three kindergartens in one year. That was not. That was not fun. And looking back, that's kind of silly because how much does kindergarten really matter? Yeah. Um. So I I, I consider that actually a big help because I feel like the first I feel like after that. Like, I kind of got a sense of how school was, even though I didn't, even though, you know, I still had to leave a couple times in the middle. Like, I still got a sense of how it worked. And I think that helped me when I started a full year of um, kindergarten in, a, in California. And, yeah. Uh, so by the time you were done with kindergarten, you had lived in England, Utah, Kentucky, Colorado, California, five states 
in your first five years. Yeah, uh, and I don't really remember those, uh, but no, I, I remember, like, bits and parts of those. It's a rough start. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, ex- I don't remember exactly. I feel like you probably would remember how I took that better than I did. You did really well. Like, one of the things that um, we were learning how to parent at the same time. So, one of the things that is tough uh, in childhood development is, I think adapting and that's one thing you were always good at so then we moved to california yeah that's where my memory really starts to hit that's where i really start to remember stuff um like i remember living in the first house in point magoo that really small one and um moved to a bigger one yeah we moved to camarillo yeah then we moved to camarillo so your first year, two years in California, we lived in three different houses. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was kind of a rendition. Like, I feel like we kept, like, even though we, because um, we stayed in Camarillo for, like, what, seven years? I feel like we still moved a lot while we were there. Same thing when we went to Maryland. I feel like every year we were there, I was in a different house. Yeah. Um, but, and, you know, multiply that even more when you and mom split up, because you guys both have different houses. So, yeah, so I was we just, won't get there yet. Yeah. Um... um so then we, you were in California. We were there for about six or seven years. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I went on a ship for a year. Yeah. And yeah. during that time, so when Utah, I went on deployment. You don't really remember that too much, do you? No, no. no you don't remember. I, I don't. I don't even think I remember like going to like the air. If we did go to the airport. Go to the airport, yeah. I don't even think we remember. I remember going there. Um, and then yeah. after that, so my next appointment that you would remember would be my first yeah. one with the Navy. Yeah, that one, that one I do remember. Um, I remember uh, going, I remember I remember um, not being very happy because I remember you, we were in a parking lot, I think, when we said goodbye. Is yep. that true? Yep. We, we, were, all got dro- we all got dropped off at a bus yeah. or the the grinder, which is a big staging area, and there was all these buses there to take us to the airfield. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember any of the feelings about that? Uh, yeah, I remember being really upset because I think that's when I started to realize, like, oh, he's going to be gone for a while. Even though, like, you know, I feel like now older, I feel like months aren't as long as I remember. But I remember being a kid, like, that was a long time. Yeah. Um, so, because years went went by really slow when I was little. Now I feel like <laughs> I wish the year would feel longer, but yeah. you Let's know, be, welcome to being an adult. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I um I did that deployment, and then I was home, and then I'd go on deployment like eight months later. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd be home, and then I'd go home deployment like eight or nine months later. Yeah, I feel like I felt like probably after like the third time, I kind of started getting in the rhythm of it. Because in um, that six years, I did four deployments. Yeah. Two Africa, one Iraq, and one Afghanistan. Which one was the really long one? Not the boat. Afghanistan was the really yeah, long one. Yeah, that was the that was the long that one. That was the really long one. And I had like less communication skills. Like yeah. I mean, I, not skills. <laughs> I had less communication means, so I couldn't call all the time or, yeah. or email or anything. Was that the so, third one? So I went to Iraq, then Africa, then Afghanistan. Okay, yeah, the yeah. One. So and, yeah, and that was I, that was while we were in. Um, that was when we were in the Lincoln Military Housing in Camarillo. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I remember, I remember um, my, so what, I went to, uh, I'm trying to remember, Laguna Vista. That was my, that was my yep. elementary school um, from grades, kindergarten to second grade. Um, and um, I think I had one mil- great military friend um, named Justin. 
uh, and him and me still chat every once in a while. Um, that's one of the things is that like the um, it's kind of cool because when you uh, meet military kids, the world kind of gets small with them. Yeah. And like I like um, remember um, Sarah Friels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like in a good example is we went to kindergarten with each other and we had no idea. Not yeah, even, and then not, you guys went to school then we in went to, Maryland. Yeah, we, then we went to school in Maryland, yeah. like, after that. She went yeah. to Laguna Vista, but the thing is, she left that year. She went She went to Maryland that year. Okay. Or Japan. I don't know. One I of the two. I think they went to Japan, and yeah. then they went to Maryland. Yeah, so she went to Japan that year, and I didn't even... I didn't even know, like, she she was uh, in my class for, like, a little bit, but then she got transferred over to a different class, and then I just never saw her. Okay. But, like, we were still, like, in the same grade in the same school. Um, and uh, we, she, I told her, like, I was just talking with her, I guess, one day, and I was just like, Laguna Vista, and she was just like, really? I went there, like, a year. And uh, so then we looked at her yearbook, and there I was. I was in her yearbook, and yeah. that was that was really weird. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, like I said, um, Nate, uh, he was a really good friend of mine in middle school, probably one of my best friends. Um, he, he was in San Diego. So like, you know, you get to, you get to you like, still keep in touch with him. Yeah. I still keep yeah. in touch with him. So you, you maintain friendships with all these people over the yeah. years. And so after California, I went on a ship for a year that was, and me yeah. and mom were separated. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, uh, we lived in an apartment um, that's when I remember it not being so fun. Um, and I don't, and it wasn't necessarily because... No, dude, seriously, just tell me exactly how you feel. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Okay. So. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't fun at all. And that's when, that's when it started to, I think, really suck. Cause you know, I, I had, I was really, I, I had a lot of good friends in elementary school. Um, some of them, I still even like Joe Sell. Remember her? Yeah. Uh, she was my first kiss, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I, I still... How old uh, were you? Oh, God. I had to have been in, like, third grade. A little yeah. Casanova. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're still, like, great friends, and we keep in touch. Um, she she actually might go to Channel Islands, too. She doesn't know. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, no. It's, it's really cool. Uh, she still lives there. She's lived there this entire time. Isn't that weird? Well, if you're... That's the CB community. You can stay in Port Wainami your whole tour. Okay. So that's kind of a good thing. I the only reason we moved to Maryland is because I converted. I changed jobs. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. We. Yeah. So she's she's been there the entire time, um, and uh, then you know you and mom split up, and I still went there, but that's when the world felt big because you know I don't have a car. I can't drive there, and you know I always felt bad for asking mom to drive. So we moved to Oxnard, which if you know where Oxnard and Camarillo is, they're they're pretty close like cities. Yeah, they're like fifteen minutes from each other. But like that's a drive still that I can't. Yeah, when you're a kid and you're asking a, 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 a whole a lot. single mom technically. Yeah, I mean, even though I'm supporting her financially at the time. Yeah, um, and she's like still like doing jobs and stuff like that. That was hard, and I yeah, couldn't see my I friends. I was gone for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I always felt like when like. I used to have a lot of sleepovers, um, and it wasn't really ever like a big deal because they were all just in the same neighborhood. We could just walk to each other's house, be like, "Hey, mom, I'm going over there," you know, things like that. It wasn't wasn't necessarily like that, and and it was also that year when you came from Afghanistan, you were just a whole different person. Yeah, yeah, and I could tell what you'd, did you noticed. Oh, I you I could just tell you'd seen some stuff, and um, you know, like 
the the memories I had prior to that where you were this like really fun dad uh, who like would joke around and stuff. And you're like back to that now, yeah, but I'm yeah, and um, but I, you were you. I can tell you you'd seen some stuff, um, and that messed you up a little bit. I think. Um, and yeah, it changes your perspective going there, and um, you know the un- the unfortunate thing is, you know, we get into this thing when we're in the military and we deploy. We love being deployed, but we also, you know, it 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 can hurt to come home because. You come back with a different perspective every time, mm-hmm. and your family doesn't understand that. They just miss you. And I remember Aaron, he was just in this habit of slamming doors. And I remember just, oh my God, stop slamming doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. And I, I know I was different. And that's when I think, because it was after Afghanistan that me and your mom started to drift apart. And then I went to Africa very shortly after that. Mm -hmm. And during that Africa deployment is when we separated. Yeah. Um, And then coming back after that was really tough for me because it's easy to separate from someone when you're on deployment. Yeah. But it's a completely different story when you have to come home to it and you're not living with your kids anymore and your kids aren't living with their dad. And... Yeah, that was a tough one. And do you remember that at all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember me crying hysterically when you guys told me. Yeah, um, I remember that to this day. I remember uh, Aaron and Sammy just not really knowing why I'm, I was crying. Because so they, they I don't think they understood what being divorced meant, but I think I did. Well, you did because... I think I had some friends who you had... You had a lot of friends who, who hmm. went through the same thing and yeah. had... I remember thinking I was so lucky to have to have two parents who are still together, um, and when I heard divorce, I didn't necessarily think like that could happen to me. I always thought that like you and mom were tight, but you know, like that's because I'm a kid. You know, you don't, you guys are parents are very good at hiding those things from. I don't know if most parents are, but we always. Well, you guys were. We you, always. Uh... You guys tried always tried to keep us out of the drama, which I always really appreciate that. Well, it, Whatever drama was happening, we always just wanted to make sure you knew it wasn't your fault. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember you didn't, that broke my heart when we told you. And then it probably had to suck the second time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, I remember the second time, the second time, literally I knew two weeks before. Yeah, you knew before. Because I saw, I saw you sleeping on the couch and I was just like, oh yeah, that's, that's, they're done. Okay, yeah. cool. So I had already kind of gone through it already. And I told Aaron, I remember telling to Aaron two weeks before, I'm like, I'm pretty sure mom and dad are going to get in divorce again. He was just like, what? No, they're not. Why would they? They're, they already went through that. Like, they're, they're not going to do yeah, that again. Like, I, during this, like halfway through my deployment on the ship for the year, um, mom and I decided we'd give it another try. Yeah. You know, partly because, you know, we learned some things about ourselves and then we were like, well, let's give these kids, they, you guys deserve it. Mm-hmm. And so... Mom moved to Maryland, and I met her there when I was done with the ship. Yeah, and I remember the, the, that also transitioned from California to Maryland. I remember being especially hard because I loved California. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> I love it. That I'm love that I'm back now. Um, and Maryland is just a whole different place. They're like polar opposites almost. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I remember just like I didn't like the outside of Maryland, but when I got into Lavelle Cove, just that little spot. Like I remember, I, it was it was okay. 
because all my we had good friends. I had I had real we had really good friends, and I always liked the the how tight knit we were where everyone everyone was always right there. Um, it was like I kind of felt it was like that hole that was um was filled from the problem before. Like I couldn't go see my friends. Because, you know, I'd have to ask mom to drive me or I'd have to go do those things. And yeah, military our... housing is so good for military children. Yeah. Parents hate it and they can complain all they want, but your it's, children are. It's probably. Your so kids much probably love it, I'm telling you. Yeah. I remember I loved it. Um, and I just loved being able to just I go out and just like. And everyone that I knew was just right there. Yeah. Think about it. Your kids, all of their best friends live in one neighborhood yeah you ride the bus together you ride you... the bus we yeah. go to school we might not have the same classes but that's fine because those are boring and we don't want to spend we don't want the only time we spend with each other to be in classrooms yeah. we want it to be um because like you know teenagers it's different when i got into high school it was different because i could just go places and we lived off base yeah and and i could just i can just go places and i don't you know the world is a lot like smaller to me now it's not yeah. as big as it was yeah yeah and uh in the Vel cove it felt like that it felt like i could just go see my friends whenever my best friend nate was in the same neighborhood and i said other friends who weren't in there but it's fine because i had so many other friends in the military housing that when i did go see them you know i would occasionally go see them but yeah. them my 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 friends in the military i remember we'd stay out till like 10 a.m yeah. or not 10 a.m 10, 10 p.m and just yeah just play like i don't know some weird tag game throughout the entire neighborhood yeah we'd have nerf wars yeah and, it was yeah. oh god it was so much fun and we had a specific family who was like our great friends yeah, called the weeks, the, the weeks. Yeah, they, were, they were they were great i saw them on my drive out here from maryland yeah no um how are they by the way because i know good. i saw some videos they're really good man they're uh, they live in pretty well? Those kids are growing up, so they're all so tall. Yeah, I know. Jeez, like, I saw them. Tara Lynn's the shortest now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so then we're in Maryland, and... You slip uh, up. <laughs> all right. Well, we won't talk about that too much. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, um, he dropped the... He fumbled the bag, and then we had... Uh, they, they split up. Yeah. And... Then I remember thinking, just like, how'd you handle that? Well, well, by then we were already in Carpenter Park, which I hated moving to Carpenter yeah, Park, even though it was in the same base. I hated moving to yeah. Carpenter Park because that means I it was again I lost the connection to my friends because yeah. they're all in the same neighborhood and I'm not in a in the same neighborhood again. Yeah, and I hated that. I hated that because and everyone else that was in that Carpenter Park neighborhood, there was like yeah. no. It was such a dead neighborhood. There was well, no, it was it was. Uh, really old base housing, so nobody wanted to live there. So it was mostly empty. But yeah, the uh, we did that to save money. And you know, looking back, we're like, well, you know, some things are more important than money. And and that was one of those lessons we learned. Because up until then, we'd almost always lived on base housing if we could. Yeah. And um, and yeah, was... that was a thing. But you know, mom and I, we were we were at the end of our relationship at the time. But then I got divorced. And that was officially divorced. Like you that guys legally got divorced. Yeah. And I remember being okay with that. I I don't remember being up that upset. I, I kind of already knew it was gonna happen. Um, I and I had already dealt with it so much the first time, and I was just kind of like, you know what, if it's for the best, it's for the best. Um, also, another thing I didn't really think about 
um, with being a military, it's youth centers and teen centers. Yeah, did you like those? Those were those were cool. Those were cool. Um, the, the, I think because, like I said, like with the whole Lavelle Cove thing, I loved being so tight knit. The reason also that I wasn't really like that in Point Magoo because we had the youth center. The yeah. youth center was after yeah, right. after school. We'd all just go to the youth center. All my friends, we'd all go to the youth center. And then we could, you know, then sleepovers were fun because we just all play there. We just all would play there. And then during the summer, too, we would all be there as well. Remember that? I don't know if yeah. you, I, yeah. I, you might have been deployed for some of it, too. I was deployed for uh, a yeah. lot of it. Yeah, I but was pretty much deployed like half of your guys. I was definitely deployed for half of Sammy's life. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, <laughs> I just, I loved being at the youth center. Um, and then I kind of grew out of it, but that was fine because at Lavelle Cove, I could just play with everyone there. But they had this thing called the Teen Center, and every at 4:30 p.m. every um, weekday, uh, a bus would come through the neighborhood and just pick up the teenagers, and they would take them to the Teen Center and return them by 8:30, and we would just hang out. There was like pool ball tables, there was video games, um, and it was cool. I I remember. Um, having fun with that and I didn't do it all the time sometimes I just stayed home and just hung with my friends but other times I would I would do that I would go with them occasionally and that was cool um so and then the rest is kind of just high school which you know high school is here and there you went to Gray Mills High School and then mm-hmm. you moved down here to Temecula and so yeah so, so that kind of brings us to where we're at now but mm-hmm. what I I kind of want to get into is how do you feel the military family has shaped you personally? Mm-hmm. Like, what are your pros and cons for it? What are some things that parents may not realize? And like I said, be brutally honest. But mm-hmm. like, what are some things you think parents maybe overlook, could do better? Um, mm-hmm. What are some things that maybe you're dealing with that that you think that other military children might be dealing with that yeah. that don't want to talk about it what are some things that you feel you've learned along your way that that you wish we would have done better or Mm -hmm. wish could have been presented to you well one thing for sure is i feel like my patience has is so high like i feel like i like can withstand like a lot i feel like i can withstand a lot before like uh, like really like get upset about something so is it patience or is it just rolling deal with it yeah i yeah i i feel like i can deal with a lot like adapting yeah i'm i'm i feel yeah that's one thing i feel like i feel like kids who are in the military are probably extremely flexible and like the fact that if something happens they can easily like change their mindset into that and that's one thing that i think i'm pretty thankful for um because i because we're speaking to parents here mostly i mean there might be some some teenagers listening but I don't think, yeah, I think, I feel like a lot of parents will, the problem is, is like when you think, when you, when you move or when you change something, I feel like a lot of parents are, are, are scared about how the kids, like how, how, how the change is going to be for the kids. They're going to take it fine. You know, things have been changing for them the entire time that they've, that their parent has been in the military. So do you think it's a good thing to bring that to attention or just kind of watch them? I think just kind of watch them. Um, and also like, um, hmm. Include them maybe? Or, I mean, they don't have a lot of say in it because most of the time military yeah, families a lot don't of, have a lot of say. A lot of, yeah, a lot of the time they don't have say. 
Um, and I always felt like that kind of sucked. I always felt like yeah. there were, there was times where I felt like I really didn't want to move. And but the problems that I had, um, you know, they felt so small to the problems that you guys were facing. Um, and so I feel like it was never really like. But were they small to you? They weren't small to me. I felt like I felt like like they were pushed to the side a lot. And I feel like that's what a lot of parents will do, or a lot of military. Like I feel like you guys, like when there was like something that I didn't like, and you guys were thinking about doing it, I remember not like I felt like I would try and say something, but like then you guys would say something, I'd just be like, "Yeah, you guys are right," you uh, know. Well, sorry, man. Yeah, because you. <laughs> You seemed like you'd adapted to a, so maybe you were too good at adapting. I felt, yeah, I think that's, I think that's one of the things. It's like the kids, like they won't, I feel like military kids won't really speak up about something that they, you know, they're going through because they're so easy at just. Do you think it's pleasing their parents or they just don't feel like they have a voice? I feel like they just don't feel like they have a voice. I feel like, cause you know, I feel like I always felt like the military controlled my life in the sense of how it went yeah and, and from the military perspective i mean it it does suck because we don't always have a lot of say no um and you know we're just most of the time fighting to keep the family together um but finding a way to communicate with you guys is always our biggest challenge and our biggest fear but uh what do you what else do you think it shaped you with like what are some what are some negative ways you think i mean you're good at adapting but is there anything that you just feel it has affected you in challenges? Um, hmm. I feel like I don't fight for a lot of things. Yeah. I feel like if there's something I don't like, I'll just let it happen. Okay. And like, and I feel like that's a lot. So like kind of back to what I was saying, like, I feel like a lot of military kids, when something is happening that they're going through, if there's like something, maybe it's just something at school or maybe it's something that you're doing. I just feel like we won't talk about it because I feel like we just, we just let it happen. Cause we're like, I said back to the, that's kind of a negative thing of adapting so well is that we just kind of like let things happen to us. And, we and just, that's exactly how military members think. I think most of the time. So it, it just kind of I, moves I, on to you. I mean, military kids, you know, They've been shown to to um, have PTSD that mimics their their parents and depression, anxiety. Yeah. Um, I would say that more. I've seen more kids in the military that suffer from anxiety and depression than I have. I know so Aaron. Then, Aaron has a pretty bad anxiety. Yeah. Um. And um. What I don't, about you? I don't think I necessarily have anxiety. Um. But like. There has been a moment in my life where I was extremely down, and that was in Maryland. That was that that was when I was in I would say about ninth grade. It was while I was in football, and I think that was the first time that I really spoke out because I played football, and I I remember I was I was pretty good at it. Yeah, you're really good. I was really good at it, but I didn't want to do it at all, and it wasn't because I. It wasn't because like I was lazy or that like I felt no, like you were really really into it. I was it seemed like it. I was like it, it was like doing doing football wasn't the problem. It was just like it wasn't my crowd, and it wasn't for me in the sense of like I couldn't like be who I was. 
and there was a lot of things in football like like there's other things to football like I remember like uh you can't I feel like for me I couldn't build strong friendships in football like I could in the military you know mm-hmm. and you guys loved watching me play so much and I but feel we like we loved it mostly because we thought you loved it <laughs> yeah 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 because you were really good at faking that yeah but that's the thing like military kids are so good at just taking it you know they don't they yeah. don't and I feel like you need to every once in a while when there's something that you don't like you need to you need to step up and be like hey this isn't cool I don't want this yeah. you know or like hey let's do this let's do something else like this isn't cool um and I feel like like when some and, and they're like a lot I feel like they're also a lot prone to peer pressure a lot like military kids like like someone will say like hey try this or hey do something and I feel like a military kid will more likely be able to say yes just because like they've said yes they've had to say yes to a lot of stuff you know yeah. I feel like I feel like there was never a time where I could really say no you know and not because you would be like it w- I'm not talking about like See, you're it, still trying to protect me right no, now no 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 so no no I'm telling you like like I it's not like uh like if you were like hey like hey can I get this and you'd be like no it, it would be like can can this happen like like or I don't want this to happen and So even though, I mean, it's a tough one because we don't have a lot of say in it, but moving around all the time maybe is, maybe, you know, suck up the financial burden type thing and stay where you are and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like... Because I don't, to me, moving across town doesn't affect me very much, but Mm -mm. to you, it's life-changing. Yeah. You remember those When you have a, when you have a, when you have a teenager, it's not as hard. Because if I moved right now, like just somewhere else in Temecula, I'd be fine. Yeah. You know, because I could just drive (laughs) but when i was little like think about your younger kids like how much is of a sacrifice you remember so many of those moves like i didn't even know you remembered moving from port point magoo or from the apartment in oxnard to point magoo to yeah uh, i hated i I didn't even know you remembered that first move yeah and i and i i hated being away from from those people i hate and it kind of makes it to a point where you just don't even want to make friends anymore exactly like they're gonna leave exactly i'm, I'm just like leave. i'm just gonna leave anyway and it's kind of how because when i was in maryland i felt like i had when i in ninth grade i felt like i had almost zero good friends yeah i remember and, we were worried about that and um kim and cody moved yeah or and, no we moved before then yeah. but then they moved shortly after um and like that was also. Remember, I wanted to go to Leonardtown High School. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing, and I felt, and I really, I wanted that so much because, like I said, I had friends that we were thought all, it was for a girl, but it was not. It was yeah. I had I had um, friends like Blake, Garrett, yeah. Eli. They all and Eli ended up going to Great Mills later, which I was thankful for. But uh, like Blake and Garrett and Nate. Like they, yeah, because you even went to their prom, yeah, or homecoming. Homecoming, I went yeah. to their homecoming because I was just like, you did not want to go to the Great I didn't Mills wanna, one, yeah, and I hated Great Mills, and it wasn't because it was like ghetto or anything. I it just was ghetto. It, it was ghetto. It was ghetto, but it wasn't. It wasn't like it was just like my friends were over there, yeah, and I still knew people who were from Spring Ridge there, yeah, but the, it most wasn't of the this, military lived in Hollywood, yeah, and they, they would go to. They were going to Lauderdale High, High School, and I couldn't do that. I remember, I remember being so devastated. I was like, "Well, this is a great start to my high school year." 
Yeah. And then it didn't. And then well, damn, I didn't know that affected you that much. I always no. thought it was. And to it, me, it didn't matter because, like I said, moving across town for me. Yeah. And it, I didn't relate to that. No, for me, it was. I hated it. And yeah. and um, I can only imagine what Aaron had to go through when he actually had to switch schools from Spring Ridge to. Um, Esperanza, but Esperanza. he did good with that move. He did, like, yeah. His grades went better, and yeah. he actually kind of came out of his shell. That's when I first noticed an, a good change for him. Yeah. But that wasn't... It probably wasn't good in the beginning, I can imagine. Yeah, he did not want to go, but then he was really happy to, to be going. Yeah. There. But, so it, it's a dice there, but I mean, I just I didn't think that those small things... Yeah, that are so insignificant to us that they affected you so greatly, and I mean, I should know that, and parents should know that is, you know, sometimes you got to suck it up and make the financial decision like, hey, we are drowning and we have to move here or we mm-hmm. have to take these orders, but if you got a choice, I mean, I think you should include ask the your, children. Ask your kid, maybe even if it's like we're always really good about communicating those choices with you, mm-hmm. but still that. Yeah. That sucked for you. Yeah. Because, like, and, and, like, how could I combat those? You know, I was a kid. I can't, I didn't know really much about money, and, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, money and stuff, I always felt like they were so much bigger than my friendships, you know? Yeah. But, and I feel like I was just learned that, I was just taught, like, like, the military, like, they're always going to change stuff, and you don't really ever know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and like the best they can do is like, be like, well, in the next four years, something will happen. You'll either stay or you'll either leave. Yeah. So you don't even know. Really. So did you find yourself looking forward to 18 and graduation? Yeah. I, I, cause it was like after that, I was like, I, I can stay. When, when I was like, I was always looking forward to that. Cause I could be like, I can stay. I feel like a lot of kids today, like, especially here when, um, I, when I talk to friends, when I even talk to Emily, like she is like, and all my friends, they're so Emily's ex- your girlfriend. Yeah. Emily's my girlfriend. Yeah. They're so excited to leave here. And I'm like, why? This place is great. Like, why would you want to leave here? I don't understand, but I don't understand it. They've been here their entire lives. Because they're not in the middle. They've stayed in one spot. Their parents haven't left. And yeah, well, I mean, they moved from Maryland to California. No, I'm talking about like... Oh, Emily, your like, girlfriend. Like, yeah, Emily, yeah. Sorry, I'm I talking, keep thinking of Emily, your stepsister. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I'm talking about like, yeah, like they... They want to they wanna leave here so bad. They, like... Everyone wants to go. Like, all the kids. And you just want to... I'm just... I just want to stay. Yeah. I mean, I'm like... I didn't even think about that when you were looking at college, when you were talking about just staying local yeah. and going to community college. I thought you were kind of, you know, just, just give, like not trying. Mm-hmm. And he got accepted to Cal State University Channel Islands. Did you get accepted anywhere else? No, I no. didn't try Did you else. apply anywhere else? I didn't apply anywhere. You lied to me so uh, much. You yeah. told me you applied to so many yeah, places. Yeah, no, I applied to... <laughs> but town. you applied and you got into the first... Place you wanted, I went to was, the only place I went, and that's yeah. grandma and grandpa live there, yeah. and and it's where Jimmy I used to live, and Kelly, yeah. and that's Oxnard, so yeah. that's hometown for you. I I just I wanted to I wanted to I was just like you want something familiar. I want something familiar, and I wanted to stay somewhere. Maybe I'd leave like every once in a while. So but. there's no chance of you leaving California anytime soon, unless the job pays really well. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and you gonna take these lessons into when you have a family? Yeah. 
Yeah. But I also, from hearing what, like, Emily and my other friends have said, like, sometimes kids need that, need a fresh start. Yeah. And I felt like I needed that so bad in Maryland. So I'm, I, by the time I graduated high school, I'd lived in five states mm-hmm. and I know that I didn't have a good childhood mm-hmm. and I always just try to prevent you from that, but I hated moving. And then all of a sudden I moved from Alaska to California and my life changed. So my experiences with moving around was always positive because I didn't do well wherever I was at yeah. until I got older and you were always the polar opposite for me because you made friends wherever you went. Yeah, I was doing good. But then when we'd and move, we'd I'd, take you. I would have to start over again. Yeah. And I didn't like starting over that much. It, yeah. But when I felt like... Because we, we lived at Maryland for a pretty long time too. Like six years? Six or five years? Um, I can't remember. Yeah, it was like five years before you guys moved out here. Yeah, it was still a long time. And it yeah, was like a big... We, it was it like, would have been sooner, but yeah. me and mom divorced. So. It was a big part, too, because that was like, you know, middle school years and the beginning of high school. Those are yeah. big parts of someone's life, or kid's life, at least. And like elementary school, like that's fine. I was I dealt with it and I was like, okay, kind of okay with it. But middle school and beginning of high school, my my freshman and sophomore year, that was that was a lot, and I felt like at, towards the beginning it was great. Um, then I felt like every time it got worse, it was because we moved, and then I was at the point where um, I was I was just in football, and I was just like, I hate whatever it is I'm doing right now. Like I hated it. I like I hated like. I hated like the friends I had. They were always so like depressing. Like yeah. the people I surrounded myself were just so de- they matched what well, I was. So you went through the school shooting at Great Mills High School. While yeah, you were there. yeah. I'll How get into did... that in a sec. Yeah. yeah, and like like I was just like this. Like this is the worst. Like I like I hate doing football. I hate my friends. I, I genuinely hate. Like I did not like them. Like they were bad. They were mean people. And I did not like, I, I never invited them over. Why? Because I didn't want them to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't felt like, and, and they were all friends with each other. So they were always hanging out, but they never included me. But that was fine. I didn't want to be included with them. It was more just someone to talk to while I was over there. Yeah. And um, like some of, some of them, um, there's like two um, girls out there that when I go over to uh, Maryland to visit you, sometimes I'll occasionally see, um, they were, they were nice. Um, but there's the rest of them, like I could, I could care less about what they're doing right now. And I remember just thinking like, like, I was just like, man, like, like, I'm never going to leave this place. Mom has a boyfriend who's here and you, you know, you're here right now. And I married yeah. someone from at Maryland. that point, at that point, you were my only hope at leaving. Mm. And I was almost like considering when i was supposed to go to florida yeah i was almost considering just being like mom can i go with him mm. you know i even though i didn't even i've never even really been to florida i just i wanted to be out and then i also i but i was also at the same time like getting into my sophomore year i got into theater yeah which was something that you did in high school i did which i didn't necessarily think was like gonna be like i just joined the class i wasn't even doing the program i just joined the class i was just like we'll just see how it goes and I loved it. Yeah, you're really good at it. You got a lead on your first play. And it wasn't well, my first. It, was, it wasn't lead, but, but it, was it was a big a, role. It was a huge role. Yeah. 
Um, you were the narrator. Actually, actually, I have a confession, actually. Um, that wasn't my first show. What was your first one? Well, okay. So, they do these things in Great Mills. They're called Senior Directeds. And I was part of something. I was part of a show, and I didn't necessarily know it was a show. I thought it was just a like this person's like like grade, right? And they were just like, hey, like okay, yeah, yeah, and but, but we performed in the theater, and I had no idea but, it was. But that wasn't a production. That was it was, was it? It was. And you never told. Me <laughs> I didn't it. tell anyone. I couldn't. I couldn't. Did tell you tell them. mom? I didn't. Thank God. I, I have. I, At I, least I'm on equal footing. I feel still. so bad. Like the fact that, like I, like I was my first. I was Chad. It was a show called Almost Maine. I was Chad. Yeah, but I mean, I don't blame you. There's a lot of things that I did in high school where I was like, well, I'm just feeling this out. I don't want people to come to it. It's not that mm. I didn't want anyone to come to it. I was just, I didn't know how it worked. And she, she was just like, yeah, it's just like a. Like a little show, like it's nothing, like nothing big. And I was like, oh, okay, then I guess my parents don't need to come see it. And then, like, it was like we don't, we only performed um, two nights. And I, I, I first one, um, not a lot of people came, so I was just like, okay, like this isn't. Yeah, this wasn't. Yeah, important. a lot of people don't come if you don't tell them about it. Yeah. Well, like I'm talking <laughs> about, like nobody like really came. But second show, a lot of people came, and I remember just like. Like, I went out there the first time and did my did my lines, and then I, I came out and I was just like, oh, no. I was like, this was a show show. This was like an actual show. And I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, mom's going to kill me if she finds out she missed my first show. That's funny. You're really good at keeping secrets, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. The and then, and then yeah, then it was Into the Woods. That was like into my... Into the Woods, that's right. And you were the narrator. I was the was, narrator. Like, you were out front. That's kind of why I got a role like that because I had yeah. already done something. Okay. <laughs> like, it's his first show. Yeah. He's doing so good. Yeah, no, um, but didn't know you've been working under the radar. Uh, doing freelance. So funny. We got to wrap this up soon um, because we've got your graduation party, and I yeah. don't want to keep you too long. But you went through the Great Mill shooting. How yeah. did that affect you? Was there anything that? set you apart from being in the military because i know aaron called me while he i was in virginia mm -hmm. and aaron called me while he was barricading his door and the teacher wasn't doing anything and he was well, he she wasn't in the room she wasn't well, in the room at all and they yeah. didn't know what to do so he was like what do i do what do i do and i was like you and one other kid like go and put the desks in front and mm -hmm. there was a teacher's aide i think in the room yeah and she was crying mm -hmm. and i put he put her on the phone with me and i'm talking her through this whole thing and I stayed on the phone with her until the principal finally called the all clear and went door to door and, and got everybody out. But, you know, I, you never really talk about it too much. And um, um, I know that affected you. There was a huge change after that from you. Yeah. Um, well, because I kind of already... So what had happened was... Yeah. A, and... and the, the rough part was Nathan was connected to all three of them in some way. You knew who all three of them were. Yeah. You went through robotics with the girl who yeah. got shot. Yeah. And then you knew... I knew her boy... I had met him once at someone's birthday party. That was it. I, and did you know the shooter? 
That, the shooter, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. The, I had met him once at someone's, and we didn't even talk. It was just like, hey, I'm Nate. Somebody else got shot, didn't they? Yeah, that was that was um, that was more Aaron. I I met him once, but he was our next door neighbor that's at right. my mom's house. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he he got shot in the leg because it went through the back of her head, God. out her jaw, that's and horrible. into his calf. So the bullet had pretty much, you know, like. It, it didn't it barely even went through so you know? how did that affect did you feel like well it wasn't as bad until i got out of the classroom that's when when a school shooting happens i i never really thought that like it was going to be the way it was i went out i thought it would, at first i thought it would be more dramatic which it kind of was but it wasn't as dramatic it was kind of it was kind of probably one of the best um, I, I, I hate using the word best, but the best like scenarios of a school shooting because the shooter had a motive. He wasn't just crazy and was just shooting kids. He was killing a girl who broke up with him, um, which, you know, very sad. So not best. Let's say, yeah, it let's was, say, let's start over so you don't sound weird. Yeah. It was probably, it was like a textbook. Yeah. So say that. Yeah. It was like a textbook way of like a school shooting. It wasn't like he was just crazy. And she was just shooting because that's scarier. Spray and pray. Yeah, that's yeah. scarier because then you just then he's just killing people for no reason. He's just killing. Did people he kill now. himself? No. He, he got shot he by the sh- cop. He got shot by the resource officer. So there. I mean, it, it definitely could have escalated. It, yeah, yeah. But... Well, he he um he shot her. Then he ran. the The resource officer came out, which was actually in my hallway. So he he came out, and then, um. I forgot his name, but he shot, he tried to shoot the resource officer. Then the resource officer just got yeah. him, killed him. And that happened outside of my hallway. Cause I yeah, didn't hear, I, I didn't right hear, outside. yeah, I didn't hear the, the gunshot, the first gunshot. I didn't hear it at all. I was, so when people said school shooting, I was just that like, happened over by Aaron. Yeah. And then, and I was just like, when oh, the resource, it's officer... probably someone probably just saw a gun. Like it was yeah. probably that, but then when the resource officer shot him, it was by yeah, you. Then, then that's when I heard it. And I was just like, that was when my heart sank. And, and then where were you at? You were in class. I was right? I was in class, and I was supposed to take a test. Were you guys under the desk, barricaded? I was. What? We were towards the back of the wall. Well, first we were just just hanging out on our phones because he was just like, it's probably not. It's probably just nothing. Really? Yeah. And I we didn't think it was because there, there was no. We didn't hear any gunshot. Yeah. We 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 were we swore we would have heard one if there was, um, but then when we heard the second one. He Which just pointed. Yeah, why he, Aaron called me because he was right next to the first. Yeah, he, my teacher, Mr. Davies, who was also in the military, um, he just pointed at me and another big guy, and we just moved the filing cabinet over the door. Yeah, and then there was a girl who was in my classroom named Aaron. She was deaf, and she was just she was just holding on to me because she was just like I don't know she was just like on. she was just like what's what's going on? And I looked up like the sign of shooting, and I just did shooting turn she was just like she, you could just see her like oh my her God. face going blank and then she was also in drama so she that's how she so she just held into my arm as i like as we like waited and then like later we had an, a knock at the door and it was an officer and he just comes in and he goes don't run but move quickly watch where you're going and we were like okay so we go out and it was weird because you can look at each end of the hallway there was just people there was just an officer with gun and by then it was already the guys were already the the bodies were already out like um desmond was already in the um he was the guy who who was our next door neighbor he was already in um the ambulance and then jalen and the shooter were already taking an ambulance too but they didn't exactly clean up if you know what i mean yeah yeah I guess so that. i i was walking through the hallway and 
I remember kids kind of freaking out, but I didn't really, I was kind of in shock. I didn't really know what happened until I looked down and saw what I was stepping in. And that's when I was just kind of like, that's you when step in blood. I was stepping in oh blood and, and, and I was just kind of like, Oh, and then, um, I threw those shoes away immediately when I got home. But, um, <laughs> when we got, after it was done, <laughs> my mom took us to a Mexican restaurant and then I slept for probably, I would say yeah. like 28 hours. Yeah, I remember. I slept straight and, um, I think I got up once to go to the bathroom. Does then, it still affect you today when you um, see things? Yeah. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say I like loud sounds necessarily like affect me, but like, I feel like, I feel like loud sounds at schools affect me. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, or like just like fights in general, like, like there'll be a fight at school, right? Everyone's running, running somewhere. I feel like I just kind of get like, like scared so school kind of changed for me in that sense of this schools aren't safe yeah it, they weren't a safe place for me anymore um but but like it grew but when like when there were situations i knew how to handle them better yeah so yeah so basically um but when i moved to um, temecula um that was the move i was okay with because i was going back to somewhere i'd already been mm-hmm. um and probably i first two weeks were rough because I didn't know anyone. Um, but then I met Emily because um, we were in a competition together and her and me hit it off. We've been dating ever since. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So, um, so your next move is you're going to Cal State University Channel. Cal State Island. University. Congrats. I can't tell you how proud of you, your mom, your stepmom, your stepdad, yeah, and me are of you. Like, I also have to say, too, like, couldn't have loved it any better that, like, how it is with you, mom, and Leah, and Dan, like, Literally, like I wouldn't not I would I would rather have it the way that it is with you guys right now than have you and mom together. Unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like if you I I know like uh, like I can tell maybe in Sammy's heart like she can probably sometimes wish that you and mom were still together because you know I I would more just want you over here. Well, you did <laughs> a great job of pro- protecting sammy and aaron but mainly sammy from like a lot of the blowback and drama that like you took a brunt of that and that's like the oldest child thing but you did a fantastic job and um i gotta just say we're we're we've done it all for you guys and i think if there's any lesson that parents can learn is regardless of what you guys are going through everything affects your kids and i just gotta say i'm so proud of you and i've got great 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 hopes for you in the future and um i'm excited it's gonna be great thanks for sharing your story with me and do you want to plug anything um gtf official (laughs) gtf yeah follow gtf official on if you follow gtf official just know that's not my (laughs) that's not my parenting that's his that's my alter ego that's my alter ego nate dogs but with n and the number eight and uh, it's my band. It's explicit. It's, it's extremely <laughs> Don't explicit. Don't let your listen kids. To it with your children. Oh, um, but it's, he didn't it'll give start you a doing good... it till he was eighteen. So, <laughs> well, but it, it'll be a good laugh. He didn't tell us he started doing it till he was eighteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, it's it'll give just, you a good laugh. Just know that um, it's a fun way to express himself, and and I it it 
it's one of those things I can only listen to once, mm-hmm. but I enjoy listening to it every time. And I know your mom's just like, no, my baby. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate it. So GTF official, where can you find it? iTunes. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Prime, pretty much anywhere. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, also, I also like to say that like, I'm in a good spot right now. Good. good. Like, like, like I'm not like, like I, like the friends I have, I know are tight. And yeah. I have like some really good lifelong friends right now. Yeah. And that's probably because of drama. Um, and I'm happy with what where you and mama are at right now. Yeah. Um, and right now, I think it's just about me right now. Like in t- sense of like. There's nothing wrong with that. I think you deserve it. I think now it's just kind of like, all right, now it's yeah. my, now it's my turn. Yeah, yeah. That's so, exciting, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's exciting. Oh. Like after, like you know, before before it was just like like I always felt like it was just like our like it was it was our next yeah. step. But now it's my next step. So does that mean you're gonna start paying your own bills? Uh. Gradually, <laughs> gradually. <laughs> All right, man. Just compromise It's the chance of your life